Welcome to the New Yorker's August 25th, 2008 issue. We have six articles for you. Anthony Lane reports from Beijing on the spectacle and the politics of the Olympics. Then Nick Palmgarten reports that the real estate crunch is even affecting the wealthiest towns, though not quite in the same way. After that, in shouts and murmurs, John Kenny transforms an ordinary business meeting into an exciting Olympic event. Following that, we have a new short story by the acclaimed writer Tobias Wolf. And finally, in the current cinema, Anthony Lane reviews two new films, the star-studded comedy Tropic Thunder and a foreign film, A Girl Cut in Two. But first, it's this week's comment. In Boundary Issues, David Remnick writes about what Vladimir Putin is doing in Georgia. On a bright September day in 1993, not long before he ended his two decades in exile, Alexander Solzhenitsyn delivered a rare public address in Vaduz, the capital of Liechtenstein. Although Solzhenitsyn was energetic at the lectern, he was all but finished with his epic work as the chronicler of Soviet cruelty. With one day in the life of Ivan Denisovich, Cancer Ward, the First Circle, and, above all, the Gulag Archipelago, Solzhenitsyn had not only exposed the secrets of Soviet oppression and ruin, he had also presaged the collapse of communist ideology and Moscow's empire. But in Vaduz, Solzhenitsyn, a principled conservative, could not join in the West's euphoria. He was deeply aware that the costs of ideology, violence, and empire had not been paid in full. While American triumphalists were still indulging in clichés of how Ronald Reagan had won the Cold War, Solzhenitsyn anticipated the persistence of the old and unrepentant elites, the former Communist Party chiefs and KGB officials who so easily transformed themselves into Democrats and businessmen. We were recently entertained by a naive fable of the happy arrival at the end of history of the overflowing triumph of an all-democratic bliss. The ultimate global arrangement had supposedly been attained. But we all see and sense that something very different is coming, something new and perhaps quite stern. No, tranquility does not promise to descend on our planet and will not be granted us so easily. Solzhenitsyn died on August 3rd, and he was buried near Turgenev in the graveyard of the Donskoy Monastery. Vladimir Putin, the former KGB operative and Russia's de facto president, unabashed by irony, paid tribute to Solzhenitsyn.